Hello, and welcome to the Live, Lead, Succeed podcast, where you'll be inspired to become the best version of yourself, overcome limiting mindsets, and grow into the leader of excellence you were called to be. Here's your leadership and lifestyle coach and guide, Stacy Barlow-Hill. Hello, Succeeders. This is Stacey Barlow-Hill, your leadership and lifestyle coach with Live, Lead, Succeed, helping you to become the best version of yourself and lead successfully. I am so excited to be here with you today. If you are watching this on YouTube or listening to the podcast, please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share so you don't miss out on anything. Um, You can also follow me on Instagram at Stacey Barlow-Hill. So now that that's out of the way, we are talking today about procrastination, right? So we hear this word all the time, procrastination. So what can we do to stop this or at least begin to overcome it so that we can finally get things done? I hear so many people all the time just talk about they can't get it done. They don't have time. They don't feel like it. They don't want to do it. And they always... um, just say I'm a, a procrastinator. So they begin to associate themselves with being a procrastinator. So instead of being a person that procrastinates occasionally, now all of a sudden they've become a person that procrastinates and that's what you don't want to be. So today we're going to talk about this and some ways that we can overcome it. And these are just a few of my tips um, that I've learned along the way um, that really help with procrastination. Um, So at some point, just about everybody procrastinates. I mean, we all procrastinate, right? Some of us may procrastinate worse than others. Um, Some of us just may be naturally motivated. Some of us may be a little bit more organized, but at some point, everybody procrastinates about something. So let's kind of talk about maybe the reasons why. So let's start first with the definition of procrastination. So the definition of procrastination is the act or habit of putting off or delaying, especially something requiring immediate attention. So the act or habit of putting off or delaying, especially something requiring immediate attention. So we're going to start with just that first part. It's the act or habit of putting off or delaying. So we're delaying things. We're putting them off. We know they need to be done, but we're putting them off and not doing them. So why are we doing that? Why are we um, not starting what we accomplished? Why are we just not able to get to it? Why do we wait to the last minute to do things? Um, We just don't feel like it or we just don't want to do it. Why do we do this? So that's what we're getting to today. So I'm going to share with you my five top tips that I have found helpful when it comes to overcoming procrastination. So number one, the first one is to make sure that your calendar is filled with things that align with who you are and where you are going. And you guys, if you've seen any of my videos, you hear me talk about this often. You have to have clarity about what you want and where you are going. If your calendar is filled up with a whole bunch of stuff that has no interest to you, that is overwhelming, that does not align with who you are, you're not going to be motivated to do it. So you've got to get your calendar in sync with who you are. You've got to start doing things that are purposeful, that are meaningful. You have to begin to find purpose in your work that align with who you are, because when they're aligned, with who you are, you're going to be more motivated to do it. You're not going to have to have someone to push you and to make you do it. You're not going to wait until the last minute because you're going to be motivated to do it naturally. So make sure that your calendar is filled with things that align with who you are and where you are going. You want to be energized by what your calendar has, not um, defeated and not motivated to do it. 
All right, so that's number one. Number two, you're going to begin to identify the days that you are most creative and have the most energy to do what it is that you need to do. Begin to identify the days that you are most creative and have the most energy to do what you need to do. So for me, this is on Tuesdays. If you have noticed, I do all of my live videos on Tuesdays because those are the days that I feel most creative. On Mondays, Mondays are my planning days. I have team meetings with my Encore team on Mondays. I do all of my planning for the week. I write a lot of my content. Um, so I can't focus on a Monday because there's too much in my brain that I have to get out. So I do all of that on Mondays. I'm fresh on Tuesday. So Tuesday is the best day for me because everything is out of my mind. I'm focused. I'm ready to go. I'm not yet distracted by all the things for the week because I've just unloaded all of it the day before. So I know um, in order for me to show up live and to do um, talks and workshops and I do my master classes on Tuesdays, all of those things work for me because of that. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, Shell. Absolutely, Rochelle. Yep, it works perfectly. Do that. Um, but absolutely. So then I know when I do my private coaching, I set aside time on Wednesdays and Thursdays um, for that because it doesn't take quite as much of my energy um, for that. So identify the days where you work best. You're, you're going to begin to know your habits and you're going to begin to know what days work best for you. So take some time to figure that out. All right, so step number three, take on a new perspective. And this goes back to all the mindset work that I always talk about, knowing why you need to complete the task. If you look at things from a big picture, and from a broader perspective, it's going to create more desirable motive for you to take action. So take, for example, um, if you say, I don't feel like working out today. It's okay if I skip a day. I just don't feel like it. It's not going to matter if I skip a day or two. Your new perspective is going to be, I need to be at my best so that I can serve at my highest level. Others are dependent on me. I have to work out so that I can live the lifestyle I desire. So I'm using this as an example, but this is even a personal example of mine. I did not like to work out. I, you know, I would take walks and do things like that, but I didn't like working out. But after I began to see the results, of how I felt and how much work I was able to get done and how much more energy I had as a result of working out, it gave me a broader perspective on it. So I still don't necessarily like to work out, but I do it because it's a bigger picture. It's going to help me to be able to serve better. It's going to help me um, lead the life that I want to live. It's going to help me to have more energy for my children and for my clients and things like that. So begin to take on a new perspective when you're thinking about what it is that you're doing. You may not want to do it, but when you look at the big picture of why you're doing it, it may give you some more motivation um, to just do that. And then step number four is to create a plan. Sometimes we just don't know where to start or how to get there. So we keep putting things off. This is a big one. I hear people say this a lot of times. They're overwhelmed because they just don't know what to do. And instead of doing something, they just don't do anything. And that's true procrastination, right? We just completely put it off. We don't know where to start. We don't know what to do. Um, but sometimes we need to make the plan part of the plan. So you guys have heard me talk about um, taking bigger goals and breaking them down into smaller actionable steps before, right? So you do the same thing. When you're overwhelmed, you don't know where to start. You just take it and you break it down into bite-sized pieces. So maybe task number one is research how to start. That's the first step. Figure out where to start. Task number two may be take some small action steps to get there. What little things can you do to begin to get there? Task number three might be ask for help. 
if you need to do that. So take the big goal, break it down into smaller goals so that you're not super overwhelmed by what you have going on. Let's see, someone says, I guess I'm just weird and wired different. I do my best work when my back is against the wall. I procrastinate on purpose. That absolutely happens. A lot of people do work well under pressure. And that's why I said in the beginning, I don't know if you were on in the beginning, but you have to know um, how you work and when you work best. Um, so some people do work best under pressure. So as long as you are not putting other people um, at risk, I'm sure there's a better word for that, but as long as you're not messing up other people's agendas by waiting to the last minute, then that's okay. You know how you work best. So keep on going on. Um, all right, so we just said to create a plan. And then the fifth and final step is to eliminate distractions and change your environment. Now I know I am a mother of twins. My twins are 13 years old now, but when they were little, that wasn't always an option. So I know a lot of people will say, just get a sitter and do this. That's not always an option. Um, but changing your environment is an option. Sometimes you have to remove people from your space. Sometimes you need to distance people from your space. Sometimes you need to just intentionally block out time to get things done. When my children were little, I had to get up super early. And now because of that, I am always up early and <laughs> just out of habit from doing that. Um, but blocking out time is something that works um, tremendously and is effective. Um, Two hours of uninterrupted time is way more valuable than eight hours of distraction. So if you can find like two hours to just turn off your phone and focus, you will get things done and you'll get way more done than you'll try working on a whole day of distractions of people tugging at you, your phone ringing, um, all of these distractions and things going on. So take some time, block time off, change your environment, go work in a different space of the house, go work at the library, go find a Panera, do something that gives you um, a different sense of environment. Because when you're sitting in the same space and looking at the same things and reminded of the same tasks that you haven't finished yet, it's going to be a distraction and it's going to hinder your procrastination even further. So change your environment, block off time, eliminate your distractions, some of those things that we talked about last week um, in our video as well. So those are your five steps. It was short and sweet today. So I'll recap again. So number one, make sure your calendar is filled with things that align with who you are and where you are going. Number two, begin to identify the days that you are most creative and have the most energy to do what it is that you need to do. Number three, take on a new perspective. Look at the big picture. Number four, create a plan. Break those big goals down into smaller action steps. And number five, eliminate distractions, change your environment, and use block time to get things done. So I hope you all took something away from that. It was short and sweet today, but we are going to tackle procrastination. We've got 2021 coming up around the corner and I know you all have goals and things that you want to work on. Um, we don't know what 2021 is gonna look like. There was a lot of uncertainty with 2020, but we all have hope and we're all wishing for better for next year. Um, so I hope that you have some goals. I hope you have something that's going to drive you and fuel you into 2021. So don't procrastinate, use these tips, find some others of your own, whatever works for you, you know yourself best, but don't procrastinate anymore. When it really all comes down to it, it's really all about just getting clarity and really beginning to um, know what you want. When you know what you want and your life is filled with purpose and you're working and walking in your purpose, 
no one's going to have to motivate you much to do the things that you need to do because you know that it's for something greater. So that's my challenge to you all today is to really sit with yourself, discover what your purpose is and walk in it because you won't have to worry about procrastination. You're going to be self-motivated. So I wish you all well. I ask that you all would begin to like and share, subscribe. This will be on YouTube. This will be on the podcast and it will be emailed out for replays later. So if you watch the replay, I still want you to do the same. I thank you for being with me today and I want you all to have a wonderful, happy holiday. Um, I will not be here for the next two weeks, but I will start back on the first Tuesday um, in January. So so you'll still see a few emails and notifications from me in the meantime, but my lives will start back in January. So thank you so much. Thank you for being here. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I'll talk with Thank you for tuning in to the Live, Lead, Succeed podcast. Please remember to like and share and invite all of your friends to listen in. You can always follow us at liveleadsucceed.com and feel free to join our Facebook group, also Live, Lead, Succeed. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to the Live, Lead, Succeed podcast. We hope that you were inspired and encouraged to reach just a little bit higher today. Remember, you've got this and we're rooting for you.